0: The hard shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Well it's time to talk about that big game tomorrow night. Ireland taking on Scotland in a game that both teams will have been looking at for the last three years since the draw was made. Ireland, of course, expected to win, but that is by no means a foregone conclusion. If you listen to Jer Gilroy or earlier on talking about the the possible prospect, let's not count any chickens or anything along those lines. So I'm joined now by Monster Coach Mike Prendergast and former Scottish International Andy Nickel to look at the prospects for the match. And I think we will avoid getting into to all of the various different permutations and possibilities and mathematics of what can happen suffice it to say Mike the easiest way to sort this whole thing out is for Ireland to win
1: Absolutely yeah that's uh, that was it out in one goal but um, you know I'm sure Scotland will have a lot to say about that as well um, it's a game I'm, I'm personally looking forward to it's, it's, it's going to be an intriguing game I think Scotland are a team that um, you know we've seen it over the last I suppose two three seasons when when they're on it, to get parity up front, what they can create, you know, especially with a guy like Finn Russell who I know well, I mean, previously coached him in racing, what he can reduce when he gets that quick go forward ball, you know. But look, I think it'll come down to that. I think it'll come that. That's that's the big question: Will Scotland forwards be able to um, present that platform to, to Finn? You know, um, and I just see Ireland with, with the front five they have and, and and probably the strength they have to come off the bench there. I think that's an area that we'd be looking to, I suppose, squeeze Scotland and and um, and push on from
0: there. And I suppose you might have more doubts if it was that Ireland had rested a couple of people to try to be wary of injuries, but we are pretty much as full strength as we can be.
1: Yeah, hugely, which is great, massive uh, um, positive. Obviously, Robbie Henshaw pulled out during the week. Um, it's an opportunity. I'm sure someone like Stuart McCluskey has, has been biding his time and he's... You know, one thing he will be, he'll, he'll be fresh. And he gives you something different if you ask him off the bench, you know, and physically also. But um, having the likes of Dan Sheehan back, um, Conan comes onto the bench, there's there's massive strength in that. And you look at, I suppose, some of the names and players that, that don't make the, the 23, you know. So, um, you know, a, a, a good, um, strong squad is, is what's needed needed going forward at the right time.
0: Well let me bring Andy Nicol in on that. Andy, were you surprised that Andy Farrell didn't take the opportunity to rest some of the players? I mean, if you look at Porter, Aki, Keenan, there are a lot of the guys there who haven't had much of a rest since the tournament started.
2: Um no not for this game. I think I think where the surprise was, but I think it ended up being the right decision was they, they went full strength from the from the from the outset, from the first game um against Romania and uh, and then kept it going through Tonga obviously South Africa and I think Ireland were always going to play this game the gap between South Africa and Scotland meant that they could you could rest up between the two big games I think I think you'd have seen a different selection if Scotland had been straight off the back of South Africa maybe in the next week even with a six-day turnaround but I think when I think with the with the quality they have and the way that the games are I I think this was the selection that we were
0: always expecting. So, how does Scotland go about winning this game? Then, I mean, Mike was saying if they can bring it up front. If, if you were coaching, what would you be laying out as match strategy and tactics?
2: It's interesting
0: because I, I'm good friends with the Scotland
2: natural, national coach, and we just had a, a bit of a text exchange before I came on here. And uh, and I was I was thinking we might actually make some different changes in, in selection. I thought, you know, I think for Scotland, you know, you said it was easy for Ireland. If Ireland win. They go through. Scotland needs to beat Ireland, stop them getting a bonus point, and win by eight points. So defense is going to be absolutely massive for Scotland. You know, we all we all focus on Scotland's attack, and and Mike's already talked about Finn Russell and and Duane and all the, the great backs we've got. But really, realistically, in this one-off game for Scotland to win, they've got to stop Ireland scoring four tries. So I might have brought Chris Harrison at centre to uh, for the defensive um, side of things. I might have put Kyle Stein on the wing instead of Darcy Graham for the high ball and things like that. So, but Gregor's gone. He's gone full out the most attacking team that we have. So he's going to play he's they're going to they're going to go out and play their game um but their game has the the way we've done that against ireland in the last eight occasions has meant the ireland have won you know we've not we've never sco- we've not scored a bonus point i don't think and we've certainly um you know come up second best in lots of aspects when we've had uh when we've played ireland we've had chances in all those games and i guess if we'd taken those chances then some of those games might have gone differently i think for scotland Every chance we get on Saturday night, they have to take absolutely to have any sort of chance. But but still, there's you know Ireland have got so many layers to how they play that it's not. I mean, I think that I think they've got some some of the best, most sort of mature attack in the in the World Cup. But they've also got brilliant defence, and they can absolutely <laughs> stifle um, teams. And they've done they've done that. They've suffocated Scotland over the year, over the last few years, and stopped Finn Russell playing. So so you know there's. There's many ways. You, we've, we've got to get parity up front, as Mike said. We've got to slow the ruck speed down for Ireland because Ireland play off that. Gibson Park is uh, is brilliant at uh, getting their attack going off quick ruck speed. And so all these things we've got to do, it's, it's bloody hard. You know, it, particularly when,
0: run. I mean, when you talk about the, the slowing the ruck speed, uh, because we have the, the fastest of any of the teams in the tournament, that was a, a core objective for South Africa. And you'd have to say, if the South Africans can't pull it off, it's a fair challenge to expect Scotland to do it.
2: Well to be fair, South Africa did slow the rock speed down. It was it wasn't as you know, that's why it was probably a tight Tight game and, and without so many tries. When Ireland get in the front foot with that rug speed, then they their, their attacks going to rip anyone apart. So South Africa did stop them, and they did them because they've got such physical um, players, both in the forwards and the backs. Now Scotland just don't have that, so we've got to find different ways of doing that. That's why Rory Darge at seven has got to have a massive impact here to 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 try and slow that ball down and slow that rug speed down. I think Sione Tupouluto and, and Hugh Jones have got a massive role to play to be to be an outlet for Finn because. Because South Africa showed uh, in Scotland's game against South Africa earlier in the in the World Cup that if you stop Finn Russell, you stop Scotland. But for, but as I said earlier, Ireland have done that themselves for a year for the last few years anyway. So so Scotland need Tua to, to be an out, to be an outlet to be a, somebody that Finn can offload to and then still attack from. We didn't see that against South Africa. We've got any chance tomorrow night. We've got to make sure that it's not just through Finn. It's through so everyone in the team.
0: Mike, can you talk to me a little bit about the psychology and the nerves across the uh, two teams? Because uh, Andy has done a gorgeous job of outlining how significant the challenge is in both delivering a strong, uh, have to be a dominating attack and a strong defence side by side on the Scottish side. But on the other side, Ireland are in a position which we have rarely enjoyed, where the requirement is to hammer from a position of being favourites and at this stage heading for being favourites in in the tournament if you look at what Francois Pinar had to say what does that translate into in terms of the outlook in the two squads?
1: Yeah I think look over the last kind of year or two I think Ireland have kind of embraced that Um, you know the era quality side they've they've um, they've proved that you know um, I think from a consistent basis I think Andy has has instilled that as well I think a big thing Ireland bring and, and Probably led by by Johnny as well is just the calmness that they bring. Um, they're quite rootless when the opportunities w- arise. You, you even look at the the urgent or the South African game, albeit we lost some some lineouts at the start of the game. We didn't have too many opportunities to score, but the one that was that was crucial we took. You know, um, and I think it's 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 going to be a I think tomorrow night it's going to be a fascinating battle because you know and and he spoke about it. I think it's something that, include myself, been speaking about and, and how how well the Irish attack um, is set up um, and, you know, how threatening it is. And it, it's very clean and it flows really, really well. But I think, I think something we, we probably haven't spoke about until after the South African game more so is, is how well they're defending. Um, you know, they make really, really good decisions. I think we really saw that against South Africa. They make really good decisions in around the breakdown. And again, that has to be crucial because as I said, if you do allow front football for, for that Scottish team or or um if if they do get soft shoulders, you know, we're speaking about rock speed for both sides, but it actually starts with the collision. Um so physically, you know, in terms of the carry, how how that I suppose evolves, that's gonna be massively interesting. But as I said, Arner in in a good place in terms of they're showing different ways. On how to win a game. So, as I said, you've seen it so many times in the last couple of seasons that you know their attack has been flowing. We've been scoring. Um, we've been we've been, I suppose, firing a lot of shots in our in our attack. But I, I think what we're doing is now we're starting to equip ourselves in terms of some days. You're you're. It's the way the game will flow, like against the South African team where it wasn't attack. So you had to rely on your defense. And I think it's it's a sign of a really good size that. You know, some days will be your kicking game, others days it could be your maul, your, your defence, your attack. And it's it's something we're adding to, to our armour at the moment. And in terms of, of I suppose, what Andy brings and and what he's brought over the last year, number of years, I just think there's that calmness that's, that's you know, is infectious and it's infectious uh, towards the players. You, we've seen them over the last uh, couple of seasons where there's games where they have been under a small bit of pressure you go back to the last Scottish game, we lose two hookers. We've a Fleer in there throwing. You know, there was no panic with anyone. We we, we all, I suppose, batted down, get, got, our, got on with our jobs. Um, very, very clear in our roles. That's something that you, you can see that comes through from the coaching. Um, and he's really instilled that along with his, with his coaching staff. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I suppose someone like Paul O'Connell was a smart move by by Andy over, the, over what, two years ago to bring in. Um, and the level of detail, and you know, you speak about rock speed. It's something that Paul, um, having played under the likes of Joe Schmidt, would have really, really, I suppose, um, taken on board. And 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 he's he's obviously, you know, he's he's in charge. We'd say of that now. And um, yeah, they're just as I said, they're they're a very well oiled team in terms of uh, how they play. But just the the you know, and he mentioned it there a minute ago. Uh, in terms of just the the experienced leaders they have within the group as well. But it it comes from the top.
0: On the topic of of Joe Schmidt, and I'm sorry to do this, Andy, but let us imagine for the sake of the thought experiment that Ireland are victorious over your nation um, tomorrow. Um, This thing of looking forward to facing New Zealand rather than facing France, is that really what we want? I find it so difficult to wrap my head around the notion of in any context, in any situation, no matter how weak an All Blacks team it is, relishing the prospect of facing the All Blacks?
1: Well,
2: I mean, I I think calling them a weak New Zealand side, um, I think is is pushing it. I think the last two weeks they've gone up a a number of levels. Um, I think for Ireland, it was all about avoiding the host nation, in the quarterfinals. So you did that by, by beating South Africa. And so for me, you know, you've got, you've gone to the, to New Zealand last year and won a test series over there for the first time. You've beaten New Zealand in the, in their backyard. It's been a few years since you've been France in Paris. It was that was Johnny Johnny drop to win the Grand Slam, wasn't it? I seem to remember a number of years ago. But but in the last few years, when France have really been on this high, you know, it's gone with home advantage in Dublin and Paris. So I think for Ireland it was all about trying to avoid France in the in the quarterfinals. And if they if they beat Scotland on Saturday night, they've achieved that and they've got quarterfinals against New Zealand. Um, listen again. It's a bit like this game has not crept up on us. The quarterfinals haven't crept up on us. We've known every country involved in the top half of the draw has known that whatever the outcome, it was going to be a brutal quarterfinal. So, so I think everyone's just been prepared for that. And it was if it was either going to be France or uh, or, or New Zealand, take your pick. They're both uh, very good. Personally, I think. New Zealand is a game that Ireland can win more than they could be the France. It could be France, of course, because Ireland are a very good side. I think you've got a much better chance beating New Zealand next week if you get there.
0: I'll do the awful thing of asking you both for your predictions on the game now. In a second, before that though, one thing before we wrap up, Mike uh, Peter O'Mahony winning his hundredth cap significant.
1: Yeah, it's huge. Look, Pete won't make a, a big thing out of it, but um, what a great player, incredible servant just a, a real honest guy um, you know, a brilliant teammate for for the players and, and I suppose the thing that stands out for me just having um coach Pete this year and being captain and fortunately leading on to to uh some silver is just when he speaks he, he speaks for a reason. Um you know so it's it's it's, it's a huge day obviously for, for himself and his family um tomorrow. But knowing Pete the way he is, he'll he'll put that to the back burner and, and, and look back in, in, in time to come and Focus on, I suppose, what's going to be a huge game uh, tomorrow evening.
0: Well, fingers crossed he, he gets the right result to celebrate the um, the century. Your prediction, Mike? Um,
1: I think Ireland by ten.
0: And final word, Andy, to you.
1: Uh
2: oh, listen! I think uh, there's, I think Ireland are clear, clear favourites. All the pressures on Ireland. You know, Ireland have got aspirations to play in the World Cup final. This is. Scotland's world cup final on saturday night and so it needs to be a call for scotland to have any chance they've got to play almost the perfect game which is really really difficult they've got to stop ireland scoring tries but if they do that if they were to be still in touch with 50 minutes to go there's a pressure that ireland won't have faced and and we don't know how they will react and one thing that scotland can do they can score tries in the blink of an eye they can score two tries and if we need to win by eight points and we're down by six and you get 14 points there's the outcome so is it is it likely? No. But it could it happened it could, could it happen? Yeah, possibly.
0: Gents, thank you both very much. That was Andy Nickel, of course, former Scottish International and Munster coach Mike Prendergast. If you want to get in touch, 53106 at a cost of 30 cents, you can get us on WhatsApp, 87 1400 106 The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Codhy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.